You're listening to an Amplify podcast. New what? year, first show of the season. Yeah. Welcome, guys. Pretty great. So, new year, obviously, New Year's resolutions. How have you been doing with them, Genevieve? Well, this year, personally, I didn't really make any because usually when I do, I don't make heaps or anything. I just make a few and it kind of never really works out or I just completely forget about it. So what about you? Well, when my mum asked me what my New Year's resolution was this year, I kind of had to think for a while. Um, And I suppose it was to organise myself a bit more um, so I didn't get into a lot of stress like usual. Um, don't know if that worked very well, but hey, um, still got the rest. Still of the got year. the rest okay. of the year. Um, no, I just kind of had a few kind of goals that I wanted to achieve rather than a resolution. I don't really think of the brand new year, brand new me thing. I think it's the same old me just doing some better stuff. You know, very true. Yeah, uh, I did sort of set a little goal. It wasn't really a New Year's resolution. It was just like this year, work really hard in school and get good grades because uh, last year it, it was all right, but not my best work. <laughs> no, I think last year was a bit of a learning curve for a lot of people of our age. They kind of realised stuff is starting to get serious and it's time to, you know, Pay attention Step to what we're up, doing. Pay think do the think work about us. On time. Yeah, <laughs> true. Amplify the sound of underage Melbourne. 2016, to continue on with our New Year theme. Hey, welcome. And can you believe that we're already a month into this year? Honestly, it's pretty scary. Last year went pretty quickly, and now an entire month of 2016 has gone, and I've only had to write the date like twice, and mm. I nailed that. Oh, I nailed it. I almost messed up, but got, I got that it. 16 at the end. Mm-hmm. Didn't mm-hmm. forget it. Yeah. Well, since we weren't with you for all of January, let's recap it a little bit. Hey, um, as. Th- Thinking we could start with the good bits, of course. Start on a positive note. Um, Horsey came to Australia. How was that, Genevieve? That was great. Tara and I actually went to her concert, part of her Badlands tour down under. Yeah, she came here for the Falls Festival and then stayed to play shows. Yeah, to tour Australia. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, in major cities in Australia. She also did a meet and greet, but we missed out on that. Bit disappointing, but still got to see her live. What a legend. Yeah, amazing. Uh, Another person who came to Australia was Frank Iero, um, whose name I finally learned how to pronounce. (laughs) That was pretty cool. We got to meet Frank Iero, who, for those out there who don't know who he is, he used to be in a band called My Chemical Romance, which was quite a popular rock band um, from back in the day. (laughs) Sadly, they broke up in 2012. Yeah, but he still hurts. He's still got a lot of respect and a lot of fans in Australia and I think some 1,000 people might yep. have showed up to see him yep. the other day. He He's now a solo artist, Frankie Arrow, backed by The Celebrations and he came with, I think, his brother to play a little acoustic free gig and do a meet and greet because Soundwave, the festival, was cancelled so he was pretty bummed and so were his fans that he couldn't come out to Australia. So he decided, being the amazing guy he is, to come out and do some free shows anyway. Yeah, um, yeah we, as mentioned before, we actually met him, which was 
massive moment for the inner emo fangirl. Yes, he's probably one of my most favourite guys. I have a lot of respect for him. And you know what? To go on with the music theme, Death of a Bachelor by Panic at the Distro was released. And I think that's their fifth studio album now? Uh, Not sure. Or sixth. Let me count. (laughs) People, you can't sweat out. Behind the sea. Vices. Yeah, that one. Behind the sea. Wasn't it pretty odd? Yes, I was right. Fifth to fifth. Yep. Fifth. Yeah. That was some good counting and getting some names (laughs) wrong, but that's okay. We forgive you. We move on. (laughs) Um, So that came out on January 15th. Brendan dropped that track, dropped that album. Dropped that album. Yeah, Brendan Urie. That man, Brendan, no Yuri, doubt about his only talent. Only original member of Panic at the Disco left in yeah. the band. And this this album was made all all alone by Paul Brennan. Of course, when he's performing live, he's um he's backed by a band. Um, but yeah, this is a big feat for him, and he's done amazingly. He's he's smashed it. In fact, I think Death of a Bachelor topped the charts, and to think that it was all made by one guy, it's pretty special. Yeah. Really is. Yeah. So, what else has happened in January? Well, some sad things happened in January, especially like it was a bit of a shock to start the year with the death of David Bowie. Oh, oh my gosh, um, I'm still very torn up over this. He, I again had a lot of respect for this man and still do. Uh, he will always live on in my heart, I believe. And um, and then you after know that, legends never die. You, you. you that's a good S- reference. Sneaky panic at the disco reference there, but but it is true. Yeah. You can't can't deny that. Can't deny it. No, and um, you know that was followed shortly by the passing of Alan Richman, my favorite guy, Snape. Well, not my favorite guy when he was Snape, or even when he was in Love Actually, for that matter. But you know, I liked to make fun of his accent. So yeah. <laughs> Amplify. 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 Weird injuries. Okay, so there's been a few in- instances in- and incidents. I'm sure <laughs> it's happened to a fair few of you where you've had weird, interesting or embarrassing injuries. Um, I believe you got a good one to start this off, don't you? Yeah, okay. So part of my finger was cut off in a door when I was like five maybe. Um, the, uh, this is weird on its own, but there was an agent in my house because I think we were just buying my house. I'm not sure. It was a long time ago. Um, and the agent, because the top of my finger was still in the door, the agent like picked it up and said to my parents, hey, do you want this? <laughs> and they put it in a plastic bag and we were waiting we should, for the We should ambulance. probably give a warning now that we're talking about injuries, some gross stuff might come up. Yeah, yeah, yeah a little bit of gore. Um, yeah, the top of my finger was in a plastic bag, which some guy who we'd basically never really met before picked up. <laughs> That's a bit weird and embarrassing. So, um, yeah, I have a few others. They sewed it back on, though. Yeah, they did sew it back on, so I don't have, like, half a finger. It's just kind of shorter than before and got some scars across it. Yeah. Um, make sure if you have an embarrassing or weird injury to tweet us in at Amplify Sin. We always love hearing your tweets and reading them out on air. Yeah. Um. Tara, have you had any weird injuries? Um, I would say I've had a bit of a an unexpected injury. I took a fall once and felt, you know, it was just a just a drop from the monkey bars. 
wouldn't expect a lot from it, but I did end up breaking three bones in one arm, um, which was pretty spectacular even for me at that time. And the weird bit was that everyone around me apparently knew it was broken but refused to tell me. So I just assumed I'd sprained it very badly because I was in a lot of pain at the start. But they drugged me up with some good um painkillers, that is. <laughs> and I, yeah, I really assumed I was fine and that going to the doctors would just, they'd just give me a bandage, I'd be good. Next thing I knew, I was Full in cast. the hospital having a bone actually kind of set oh. back into place. Um, yeah. Well, some other uh, injuries that I've had. One of my friends tackled me and I got a scar on my knee from hitting the ground on the concrete. But later, I think it was a couple of months later, he tackled me and I got a matching scar on the other knee. Like they were perfectly matching. <laughs> and it's really odd how that happened. Yeah, it's really weird how people can make the same mistake twice, isn't it? I think we got a story from one our assistant EP. Actually, this Who's happened. actually listening in at the moment. I believe he is, yeah. Well... Um, this actually happened while we were at this thin training camp earlier this year, which is another glad for January, another good thing. <laughs> um, so he he decided to tackle me, made a weird move going for my legs. I'm quite a short person and he's very tall, so this will have been quite an awkward move for him as well. Anyway, he slips and scrapes his knee, and it's not so bad, right? It's not so bad. But the next day... <clears throat> he does the exact same thing with the exact same knee involved, which means that this time, instead of just scraping it, he actually got a sustain. He actually sustained a proper injury and had to go to first aid. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember just him hobbling up the hill while I'm bouncing on the trampoline, kind of laughing actually because you know what, his fault. He made <laughs> the same mistake twice, honestly. Yeah. I mean. We're not all perfect, but that's something that was definitely avoidable in the end. Yeah. So another embarrassing injury that I have done, I'm, I'm, I'm a bit of a klutz. I sprained my ankle again when I was young, but the way I did it was not great. Those little baby doll things, yeah? You know how they come with those fabric pushes? They're like little cheap things or whatever. Mm -hmm. I had tiny high heels on because when you're, when you're like six or whatever, you're like, yes, I want high heels. You get them and you feel like the most powerful person in the world. Anyway, I decided for some reason that I would jump over this baby doll pusher <laughs> in high heels. Oh, no. I ended up spraining my ankle. <laughs> It was not great. I mean, at least there were no broken bones. Uh, we've just received a tweet from our producer. He says, when you're thrown under the bus. Thanks, Tara. Uh, no worries, Jake. Now, I think um, to end up to end that, yep. we should wrap it up with just by saying, you know what? Sometimes bad things happen and sometimes you do them on your own. And It's okay because it's a funny story to tell afterwards. Amplify. Now we're going to be talking about the future. Scary Way thing. Way into the future, let's hope. <laughs> Way into the future, yeah. So we have found a quiz on playbuzz.com. The link to it is on our Twitter, which is at AmplifySyn, and also on our Facebook, and you can find us on Facebook. Chuck us a like. Amplify on Sin. 
Um, okay, so do you want to walk us through this quiz? And okay. Actually, so I can this, walk you through it as I'm doing it right now. So. This quiz I have already taken. Tara is taking currently. Yes. You so. can take it and do it al- along with us yeah. at home. So Tweet us question. or message us. Let us know what you get. It's about what type of parent you would be. Okay, so the first question is how many children do you have, which I think we got answer none for. Oh, this is... This is a really great <laughs> It's your child's first day of kindergarten. You send your little one off into class and then, Genevieve, what would you do in this situation? Would you let the teacher know if there's any problems or um, and <laughs> that if there's any problems, they shouldn't be afraid to call? Would you linger a little bit longer, hoping to sneak a peek at them in class? Probably something my dad would do. Um, You head to work. Don't give a poop. (laughs) Um, Give your child a big hug and tell them to have fun. Leave without a worry. Take as many pictures as as you can and send them to everyone you know. Or do you do a little dance and then sigh a little sigh? Because it's a brand new world for you both. I'm pretty sure I said that I give them a hug and then send them off on their way. Um, Tara, I feel like reading these out would be too daunting. And you can play along at home yourselves. So So, uh, you can do that while I tell everybody what I got because Mm -hmm. I previously took this test and my results said I was the cool parent, which which I, I like the sound of that. I don't know how I would actually be as a parent. It probably wouldn't be great, but, you know, everyone as a parent is winging it. So there's no, like, guide to parenting before. There's no trial period or anything. I mean, you could try with cats or dogs, but that wouldn't really make it up for it all. Anyway, mine says, Congratulations, you mastered the balance of discipline and fun you make parenting seem totally awesome instead of a series of late night ta- late nights tantrums and endless parent teacher meetings. Really? So, so you'd be the cool parent, Genevieve. Yeah, I would be the really? cool parent and I, I think I think it's quite fitting. I mean, I'm pretty cool. If the I way, do say so myself. The way I'm going in this quiz, I think they might call child services on me. And I haven't even <laughs> got kids yet. Anyway, I'm up to the seventh question. Let's keep going here. Sunday mornings, God. <laughs> Sunday mornings are bad as a child. Sunday mornings for a parent. Yeah, Ooh. I mean, getting the kids organised if they've got sporting on. Yeah. But imagine bringing kids into public. Now, this is something that I'm scared of, actually, like to be a parent. Taking kids in. I hate, I, I hate the judgement of people, and I know that I tend to judge a bit when kids are yelling. Not on purpose. I mean, I know... You know, there's no way to control that. But, hey, I've got a headache. <laughs> Not cool. Um, so, like, if I was the one with the kids, God, I'd feel bad. Amplify. The sound of underage Melbourne. Um, yes, my results came through and I am the cool parent. So we like both Genevieve. got the cool parent. Yeah, wow. which is funny because this has happened before in another parenting test. Yeah, we took t- another parenting quiz. test and we both got the hipster parent. Yes, yeah, so I think it's fair to say, me and Genevieve, we're, we're pretty similar. Our personality is pretty compatible. At Lucy2Edwards tweeted in, I, I got the role model. So she'd be the role model. I wonder what that means, role model. Something I can't You know, do. someone to look up to other than the cool parent. Yeah, I suppose. obviously. 
This podcast was brought to you by Amplify. 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 The sound of underage Melbourne.